The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus was going through a field of grain on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, See, your disciples are doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry, how he went into the house of God and ate the bread of offering, which neither he nor his companions, but only the priests could eat lawfully? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests serving in the temple violate the Sabbath and are innocent? I say to you, something greater than the temple is here. If you knew what this meant, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned these innocent men. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Well, I had uh, two different uh, thoughts on our gospel reading this morning, um, and they really kind of focus on this um, Jesus saying, I say to you, something greater than the temple is here. Something greater is going on. Um, and because of all the other references to David and the temple and the bread of offering and even the I desire mercy not sacrifice these are all pointers to the Old Testament and so um, I really was thinking about the story that we read in Isaiah our first reading uh, and it's about Hezekiah now over these uh, this last past week uh, we've really sped through the book of Isaiah and um, so there's a lot going on uh, and we get a hard time really seeing that in just the bits and pieces that we've read. Um, I might also mention as a backdrop, uh, after King David and King Solomon, Israel split into two kingdoms. You had the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And the southern kingdom is where Jerusalem was. That's the temple. And it just so happens that Hezekiah is the king of the southern kingdom, where Jerusalem is, where the temple is. You might remember that just a few days ago, the Assyrians had conquered really the northern kingdom and their boldness and their self-focus basically got to God and he said, that's not going to happen. You are not going to continue to destroy Israel, and specifically the temple. The Assyrians are not going to destroy the temple. And so we read in that passage of Isaiah, God's proclamation of that's not going to happen. Woe to you. Well, so Hezekiah is the king of the southern kingdom, and he's the one where the Assyrians are coming to. And this is kind of the rest of the story that we don't really get here. This is at Hezekiah's end of his life, but there's some really dramatic things that happen before he gets there. Uh, and it's important to see, and I think that's what Jesus to some degree is saying, there's something bigger happening in our Old Testament reading. So 
Hezekiah knows the Assyrians are coming, and he prays, and he is really, you know, serious about, God, we need your help. It's a beautiful prayer. So we learn this, not necessarily all in Isaiah, but uh, this story is uh, written up in 2 Kings and also 2 Chronicles. So there's lots of other tidbits that we can get out of this. What's fascinating, uh, when Hezekiah says, as on his deathbed, you've heard my prayers, well, it's kind of pointing back to this time, because Hezekiah was one of the good kings. Israel had lots of bad kings, but Hezekiah was a good one. He came in, his dad was terrible, and his son was even worse, but Hezekiah came in and helped the people repent. He got rid of the idols, and he turned the people around. He helped them with their lack of focus in their relationship with God. So he was a very good king. Well, he prayed to God, and God listened, and he heard the prayers. And that very night, it says in the book of 2 Kings, that the angel of the Lord went out and killed 185,000 Assyrians. And they went back to Nivea, which was their home country area, the next day. They saw the mighty power of God, and they went away. And so the southern kingdom was saved. The temple was saved. And it's another interesting uh, aspect of, of their reading today. Um, Isaiah came to uh, Hezekiah after this prayer that we read today and said, what will be the sign for you that uh, you're going to be healed? Would you like the sun to move forward or backward? And Hezekiah said, well, I'd like it to move backward because that's a whole lot harder. And so that's what we read. That's what God did. He made the sun move backwards, not forwards, as the sign. God helped his unbelief. I think that's one of the things that we take away when we look at the rest of the story of Hezekiah. Um, the other aspect that um, I really liked about our gospel reading, something bigger happening here, um, and, I'm, and I'm sure you all have reflected on this at some point in different ways, Jesus was going through the field of grain and the disciples starting to pick heads of grain and eating it. And we're talking about the show bread and we're talking about um, the temple and Jesus being the bread of life and that Jesus is going to feed with the bread of the finest wheat. That's all happening. There's something bigger happening here. And we see it as we come to the consecration and communion where we're fed by Jesus. So something larger is happening that Jesus is talking about. Can you just imagine being able to look back of the people that were here to realize that Jesus was really kind of giving a glimpse into the future of the disciples of us wanting to eat bread and Jesus satisfying that 
with the Eucharist. Um, our saint today, Saint Bonaventure, has a beautiful prayer that kind of walks down this path of our desire, our hunger for Christ, and I thought maybe we would end with that. It's, he says, O Lord, grant that my soul may hunger after thee, the bread of angels, the refreshment of holy souls, our daily and super substantial bread, having all sweetness and savior and every delightful taste. May my heart ever hunger after and feed upon thee, whom the angels desire to look upon, and may my inmost soul be filled with the sweetness of thy savor. May it ever thirst for thee, the fountain of life, the fountain of wisdom and knowledge, the fountain of eternal light, the torrent of pleasure, the fullness of the house of God. May it ever compass thee, seek thee, find thee, run to thee, come up to thee, meditate on thee, speak of thee, and do all for the praise and glory of thy name, by thy name, with humility and discretion, with love and delight, with ease and affection, with perseverance to the end, and be thou alone ever my hope, my entire confidence, my riches, my delight, my pleasure, my joy, my rest and tranquility, my peace, my sweetness, my food, my refreshment, my refuge, my help, my wisdom, my portion, my possession, my treasure, in whom may my mind and my heart be ever fixed and firm and rooted immovably. Amen. St. Bonaventure, pray for us. Let's stand and offer our petitions. <clears throat>